Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. There's a lot more punks in the West four years earlier, but there was also as many posers. Posers were people that looked like punks, but they did it for fashion. Welcome to SLC Punks, a Utah jazz podcast brought to you by the staff of SLC Dunk. Now here's your hosts, Michael Lohman and James Hansen. Alright guys, welcome back to the SLC Punks podcast. This is your host, Hansen James. And this is Milo. And uh, James, how'd your tryout go? Uh, tryout went incredibly well for basically everyone else but me. Uh, I am uh, right now. I am sore as could possibly be, uh, and I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that. But first, we have a special guest, a return guest. Woo! Uh, we brought. That's right. We brought back Mary. I'm back. Mary's ready back. for action. It's it's good to have you, Mary. We needed your insight. We needed your wisdom. We decided it was time to just, you know, get that get that extra perspective that we we very much appreciate. So I'm gr- Let's we're just grateful be real. you're here. You're here just to make fun of James. That's <laughs> that's the main reason I'm here. Like he had his tryout, and we instantly knew you were the yeah. best one to call to recap exactly. everything that went on. Well, see, you know, no one came to watch me play, by the way. So uh, no one really knows what happened. So I could basically just say anything and everyone has to believe it. Uh, But what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually tell you the truth because that's what we do at SLC Dunk. Guys, I went and I tried out for the Salt Lake City Stars. And it was was one of the most nerve-wracking things I've ever done. I had to sign a waiver. That was uh, the first part where I started to get a little nervous, like, oh, I could get hurt today. Uh, and then I tell you what, they give you a, they give you a little pullover uh, jersey. And then I stepped into the gym and that is, at that exact moment, I realized, oh my gosh, this has to happen. So I go and I guess I'm going to write an article about this, by the way, guys, you're going to need to to read about it. I'll show some pictures I think some of my uh, shooting form is honestly good enough to replace the Jordan logo for the NBA or no, Jerry West. We got to replace Jerry West. You know, there's nothing like a short legged negative wingspan portly man that screams basketball. (laughs) Yes. But uh, it was a lot of fun. I did miss uh, every single warm up shot I made except for one. I think Uh, I think. Nice. As I as I'm starting, like that's the other thing too. Is like all of a sudden you realize I actually have to do this, and I have to go do shoot around with a bunch of the, these guys. It's uh it's a to, to set this thing. Up, to, to, to set this up. The Salt Lake City Stars contacted uh, contacted me and James, and they're like, "Hey, will you be able to come out here to cover you know G League tryouts?" 
And James immediately said yes without reading the rest of it. Because <laughs> I, re- I send a text message to him and be like, dude, you're going to do it? You're gonna you're gonna try out and he's and he's like James is like no no I was like what why and I was like did you read it <laughs> I thought that might so be it's in the second paragraph he's like and we'd really like you to try out <laughs> I didn't really think that was what they meant but then I was because like, I asked you I was like wait they they want they want me to try out. And so then I quickly emailed Matt and I'm like, and if you guys are serious, I, I guess I will. Try. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, uh, I was uh, asked to try out. I, you know, I have this feeling it was more for the article and for kicks and giggles and laughs than it was to see if they were looking for an elite prospect. One thing. Uh, I think they were looking for an elite prospect. That's true. Maybe. I think no they were like that James Hansen. No stone yes. unturned. No stone. Yeah, that's right. The jazz when organization you're for diamond. You got to go through a lot of coal, man. <laughs> well, what they what we did before the tryout is at work. Me and Mary worked together. Uh, we took measurements. I uh, I was really nervous. <laughs> I was really nervous. This is your combine? Yeah, I took a combine. Uh, that's a longer story, but we'll give you the best parts right now. But I. Uh, I was really nervous when they measured my height because my whole life I've been 5'8", and I really didn't want to get my feelings hurt and find out I wasn't ex- <laughs> I wasn't actually 5'8". Luckily, the the tape doesn't lie. I am a 5'8", uh, man, and no no shorter. But then we measured I my... Can't, I can't even like make fun of you because I'm 5'4", and the size of an actual gnome. But I, I can't be like, wow, wow, what a shorty out there. Because if I went out there, they'd be like, is there a small child on the floor? Right. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I don't know if you've measured your wingspan, but I did find out uh, that I have a negative wingspan, which is something I expected. But, you know, when you get slapped in the face with that reality, you know. <laughs> I also want to say. I'm 5'3 and a very petite person, and James and I have the same size of yeah, hands. Yeah, I have very... Like we measured one day. I have... Uh, I have um, how, do they, how do you say Trump hands? I, or... Uh... <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I don't think there's another way to say it. You have Trump That's the hands. scientific well, term, I have Trump like, hands. I have like these... This is the actual medical diagnosis. <laughs> oh, it's like, I'm sorry, sir. I, I, I didn't want to tell you like this, but... You got the Trump hands. <laughs> well, what I have is I have Scram. these really short fingers. I have like big palms and short fingers. Uh, yeah. And uh, my fingers don't help my wingspan because I measured my wingspan. And at first it was like a negative four. And I was like, son of a oh my gosh, negative four. And so I measured it again, <laughs> really stretched my arms out as best I could. And I was about a negative one or two wingspan. So five, eight with like a five, six and a half wingspan pretty impressive measurements uh but not impressive enough elite i met martin schiller again i I've, I've met him before he's actually a really great guy by the way stars have an awesome coach uh i like martin schiller because he's really focused on just developing the stars and helping out the jazz you can really tell like the jazz and the stars have this really cohesive relationship and you know as much as we'd like the stars to win the G league title, I don't know if that's always their goal. I think it's really more like developing these guys to be successful. And I think that's why we've seen 
some guys go through the G League and and make it onto the Jazz and be really good. George Yang, good example, someone who's worked his way up and great. Exactly. Example. Well, everything about George Yang is great, uh, especially his yeah. cameo. If you guys have not gone to cameo.com and checked out George Yang, you are missing out. He is he is an elite. Wait, wait. This is true. Wait, does he like give like how much do you have to pay bucks. for him to? He's not even like, expensive. Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks for a George Niang? Yep. Really? I got a George Niang cameo for and my birthday. It was birthday. amazing. It was great. That's ridiculous. He promised to do that for free. First of all, like our last our last podcast, he said it, what he he's you had waited in line for him <laughs> <laughs> for this man, and he even called you out I on did Twitter. Do that. He even called you out he on did. Twitter. He did. Like I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, you need to ask for a refund, okay? Okay, well, I didn't buy my. They, they should have been it like, this gift. is for Mary Hunter. You know, you know the name. You retweeted her. She waited in line for you and with I a did. with a bunch of chitlins. With, with a bunch of children, <laughs> I might add. True fan. True fan, right yes. here. Yeah, um, it was great. It should have been free. He should refund my friend. Exactly. But um, George Yang, as as I'm sure, probably who listens to the podcast because I'm 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 sure he's a huge. Yeah, I fan bet, of the I bet he just waits um, and waits for the episodes to come out. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, yeah, huge you know fan. who else is on Cameo that some of the some jazz fans might be interested in? Andre Kirilenko is on Cameo. Uh, Andre yeah, Kirilenko, Andre Kirilenko, shout out for a hundred bucks. And. Can you, I would, I want, I, I totally want to do that now and just have him wish people a happy birthday and be like, I want you to be my I freebie. tell you what, if you get someone a birthday present through Cameo and it's someone they really like, it is 100% uh, approval. Like, be, you know, like if someone's like. Are you doing a paid ad right now? Or are you doing a sponsored oh, ad? You know what? <laughs> Shout out to George Niang. Just go to cameo.com cameo. right now. Cameo.com slash George Niang. Pay 30 bucks. Pay the man. I love George Niang. Promo code FLC Dunk. Yeah. <laughs> and Cameo, pay James. Cameo, are you listening? No, you're not. It's just really fun. And I liked, uh, you can go check out George Niang's cameos right now. They're really funny. Uh, Andre Kirilenko does a lot of his in Russian because a lot of Russian people want his cameo. Uh, that's but fair. it's pretty good. I think Epe Udo is the other jazz man that's on there. No one else. He's not that's a jazz crazy. man anymore. I would, I would, I would love. Okay, before we go on and I and and talk about your your takes from after the the tryouts, mm-hmm. I, I need to know right now who would be who who's your number one person on the Utah Jazz where you you just need them to go like start a cameo. Like who? who uh, on there Joe Ingles needs probably to, needs. That's my number one. It has to be Joe Ingles, right? Joe would be great. Be uh, Donovan. I mean, why not Donovan? Would Donovan be would be great. Donovan would be good. Donovan. I would pay. Good oh, money Rudy for would Rudy be good as well. Rudy would be. Rudy would be absolutely solid. I know, like James would be in love with oh, Dante X and everyone was on there. But I, I don't think he would be solid though. I just I like he's just so measured. He's like, yeah, we we did it really good. We had a really good practice. Like it's just he he he's just he's there's no ups, there's no downs. Yeah. There's just Dante. Well, there's always ups with Dante. Only ups. 
I'd say there's been some downs, but um, <laughs> so uh, before we get to your takeaways, I just want to um, we we have we have James's uh, his end feelings um, from from his Twitter. Oh, well, oh do you have my thoughts on there? How it went? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right here. You ready? You ready? Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> um. So here's the thing. Oh. I didn't make the Salt Lake City Stars today. I, uh, in high school, I tried out for uh, the basketball team, and I never made it past first cuts. Uh, as far as the Stars today, is there such a thing as as something less than first cuts? <laughs> like, uh, like negative cuts? Or... Your uh, slight embarrassment cuts, something like that. Uh, very fun. I <laughs> I started to get tired once we went through the second warm up, and that's when I knew I might have made a terrible mistake. <laughs> uh, but it went pretty well. I took some shots. Uh, I missed a layup and then airballed a free throw when I got fouled in front of Royce O'Neal. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the basketball career is switching from writer to player. I don't know if anyone's ever done that. Uh, I know I will not be the first one to do that. I will say that there are a lot of guys out there that are former college players. And and I I made a few shots that I'm proud of. There were so many times where, you know the saying, throw up a prayer? There are a few shots I took where I have never prayed harder in my life. So I, so I say that's a good, a good wow. summary right there. Um, so when you went to the sideline during breaks and you were sipping on your big gulp Coke, <laughs> um, I immediately got a diet Mountain Dew after the, after the trip. <laughs> I was going to say, did you get your Mountain Dew? <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, and I'm going to make an article, so I don't want to give everything away, but I, uh, it was a great experience. I did not prep for it like I should have uh, the night before when I probably should have been drinking water, probably should have gone to the local gym or wherever and took some shots. Uh, I decided to drink Diet Mountain Dew and play Skyrim. That was how I prepped for my Stars tryout. Elite, I, elite, elite <laughs> prep. No film. So that is why it didn't work out maybe as well as I would have hoped. But uh, guys, I'm going to write about it. I think probably early this week I'll get that finished and you'll have to go read it. I got some pictures and I'll post some of those videos. You can watch the whole thing. I had a pre uh, pre tryout video and stuff that were pretty good. You guys will have to check it out. Also, big shout out to Martin Schiller, the coach of the stars. All of his coaching staff were super nice. And Matt DeNacera, uh, John Reinhardt, and everyone at the Stars, they were awesome. So, big shout out to those guys. Awesome. Well, now that that's over, thank God. Um, so- <laughs> James, I think the, I think the I know, best thing I here is them, you didn't tear your ACL. Ter- is like, if I just- Every... Yeah. Every single day this week, he'd come over to my desk. He'd be like, 
I just really hope I don't tear my well, ACL. Why is it ACL every why single day? ACL? Like that's the thing that you're gonna tear. Like you're like you got such mad explosion. You're just gonna like blow out no. of your shoe. I was like, I don't think that's what's okay. gonna happen here, James. I think it's it's gonna be terrible and Two embarrassing. Times. But you're not gonna tear Two your ACL. Times. I was so tired. My legs were so so tired and so cramped from the diet Mountain Dew that they locked that they locked up and it literally almost <laughs> happened. So like, like I, uh, I know my body and I, you know, I'm familiar with uh, um, the anatomy of, of garden gnomes and I know what can happen. So, uh, well, I, I, I'm sure your wife is, is pretty stoked that you guys didn't have to, you know, dip into your deductible. So I just dipped um, into a warm tub after. So move it. Yeah. Warm tub and some diet Mountain Dew. So moving on to our, our next topic. So uh, training camp is just around the corner. We now have, we have Donovan who is, who is back in town. I'm sure Rudy and Joe will be right behind him. Rudy, Rudy's is, oh, back. Rudy is back. Yeah. Rudy's back. He's here and it's ready to go. Oh, I'm right. assuming he's got his crystal oh, yeah. collection. I saw the crystal Where's collection. That? I love the like, crystals. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. I don't know. I've always just equated like crystals. Like I've only seen like mad crystal collections by somebody who'd be like, and then this is also like my, you know, my, my, my dragon collection. I feel like a, a crystal collection like gets into like, like crystal dragons, mm -hmm. then in crystal, like medieval stuff. Or is that just like every store I've seen crystal at? Well, yes, but it's also clearly, it is clearly working, working for him. So like, I don't he can think do we anything. should knock it. Like, You've won two Defensive Player of the Year. You um, have been All NBA. French France had their highest finish ever uh, in FIBA. So I don't think you can really knock the last on him seasons, for his how many crystal players uh, who didn't wear have had that exactly. much crystal. I mean, one player is winning Defensive Player of the Years with crystal. The others did not. So I think it's science, and I think that's why. Definitely the crystal. Mm -hmm. It's definitely crystal. Yep. So but with it crystal. on the horizon, players are returning. People are getting set up, training camp. I want to talk about the three things that each of us are super stoked about the upcoming NBA season. And to preface this, this doesn't necessarily have to be on the court. It could be the random things that come with it. It could be the Bailey's moving van commercials. Maybe you're really stoked about that. Um Maybe it is the uh, the Cubbies, uh, Cubbies, good old uh, food over there in Vivint, which which James finally introduced me to, and it was really good. Though I only had a salad because I was trying to be really good that day. I'd probably get something different. I sh I should be saving this for my top three things, but it's the R and R barbecue brisket tacos. That's the Ooh, number one. Now you're gonna have to get another top three. Now you need to add. Now you have to have four. I know. Yeah, I know. That's what you get. So okay. that is clearly, well, that's clearly number, number one. one food. So okay, R&R &R brisket tacos. That'll be next on my list. Okay. Yes. Okay. So delicious. Starting. Who wants to go first? James, Mary. Uh, I can go first. I guess. No, no, no. One at a time. Three. One at a time. Yeah, list one, and then we'll rotate it. Okay. Okay. Um, James, James can go first. I'm excited for a jazz team like. So here's this thing that I'm excited for. When one of the players shoots the ball from the three-point line, this season, it's going to go in. I'm really excited about it. 
What? The shooting. The Jazz got shooting. They got Boyan Bog Corner Threevich, and they got uh, Mike. I'm sure that's not his name. <laughs> that's right. Of I forgot where he's from. Serbia, yes. Croatia, um, Bosnia. Bosnia. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to get there. <laughs> you should really research yeah, your Eastern exactly. European players, it, by you, the way. You nailed the pronunciation. However. However. Point of you know origin. You don't even know where he's from. His origin is from the Very corner rude. of the three-point line in which he makes them a lot. And that's what I'm excited to watch. Because I have seen a lot of corner threes from this Jazz team who, bless their hearts, they were trying their very darndest. But, you know, it just wasn't there. Uh, now it is. And I'm excited for this new style of play that is going to come with that shooting. Uh, but that's my number one, is just the enhanced shooting of the team. There is going to be very few times where there aren't a minimum. I mean, there's going to be no times, basically, where there aren't three high-level three-point shooters on the floor. So that's going to be exciting. That is going to be super exciting. I I, I am really excited to actually see mm-hmm. good three-point shooters. Like when I was writing uh, an article for uh, Royce O'Neal and basically researching him, I was looking at the three-point percentages of all the Jazz's players, and I was like, oh my goodness, this this is new. This is really new. This is fun. This is fun. So, Mary, you're up next. You've already... You've already... All right. I've already listened to Yeah, you hit uh, R&R a little, too, a little too early. Those tacos, um, yeah. All right. Well, I would say my... <laughs> First official one is telling James that he's wrong consistently. Is he Croatian? Because Boyan Bogdanovich is Croatian. All right. I should have Googled that. He's Croatian. But you should have. It's not hard. Um, but yeah, I love telling James that his takes are terrible. Hey, I bring. And I'm excited you know, I don't for have, more of that. It doesn't matter if they're terrible. It's just they're always correct. I, I you know. I know. I mean, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Hey. Yeah, I mean, it is It is what it is. I mean, she's, she's got a great point. I, I really like is. that point. Actually, that's all oh. of my top three. That was. True. But, but to further that point, I do love discussing the jazz on a daily basis when there are like actual games going on and there are new things to discuss. I've really missed that in my life. So that's my number one so, thing that I'm looking forward so to. So just to go back to where he was born, he was born in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Other players, mm-hmm. um, would you guys like to take a stab at who also has been born there? Um, awesome. I was going to say uh, Isaiah Thomas. Cool. Yes. So, Dragon oh, Bender, Bender. Uh, uh, Tizanen Musa for uh, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, Nurkic with the Trailblazers, uh, Mirza Toledovic, and Zubat for the Lakers. Not bad. So, you're welcome. You're welcome on that. Um, 
I know. Look, look, at, look at that moment. Shut up, Google is. Thank you. When you take the time to look Thank it you. up. Thank you, basketball. It's reference. amazing. Um, so <laughs> know your player. Um, so know your player. Um, one of my very first ones. Uh, this is not on the court. I'm excited to see the um, Vivint Smart Home Arena commercials. They've been great. Because I feel like they put out some, some really good ones last year. There was like the Rudy Gobert with the wall of himself, which was great. I still think that's the best one out of all of them. Um, they had R- Ricky Rubio, uh, who uh, loved the kitties. Yep, R.I.P. Out to a real one. Um, and then they also had the Joe Ingles like, just like encroaching on somebody the entire time. So I'm excited to see what they do now. We got some, we got some stars. The Ricky music oh, video. Yeah, the Ricky, Ricky like the Ricky music, music video, video one. The Joe Ingles yeah. one where he's pushing the guy in the break room. That one was great. Yeah. Yeah. Th- I, I think that was yeah. before. Those were mm-hmm. the last series. That was of like two years ago. Oh, the, the Jay Crowder and Rudy Gobert looking at the paintings. Yeah, those were also yeah, the good. Jay Crowder, Ricky Rubio. Yeah, uh, not Ricky Rubio, but Rudy yes, Gobert looking at the one. paintings is my favorite with that giant wall mm-hmm. of all of that. Um, I'm excited to see what they put out this year. Should should be, should be some good ones. And also, I know people hate this, but I can't wait to see the awful player. Um, <laughs> marketing ones the terrible promotions that we look back and we're like and every time the commercial comes on people are like ah this was it's the baileys again anything is better than that larkin funeral home commercial my gosh oh my that is terrible literally anything is 100 oh. percent, and that yeah. one is terrible oh. it's really bad yeah so that's so that's what i'm I, i'm i'm that's my my first one that i'm excited for so uh james you're back at it. Just remember you're wrong. Second one, go. <laughs> Second one. <laughs> well, I will I'm say really that excited you're wrong about after how you this say is going to turn out. Feels kind of like my tryout the other day. But anyways, uh, um, let's see. We were prepping you the entire time, James. Well, I'm definitely not thinking of what I like as I say the words that I'm saying right now. Uh, okay. But the, <laughs> but the thing that I, James Hansen, and no, just kidding. Uh, the thing I'm really excited for is just to see a simpler offensive system for the jazz. Uh, I was talking about this and I think I might write about this, although I also set myself up to write a thing. Anyways, uh, going off on a tangent internally right now, but uh, the thing I'm excited is that you can, well, the more talent you get and the better shooting talent you get, moving it along, James. you create a simpler system for yourself. Like last season, jazz had, like high level talent, Derek favors really high level talent, but his talent is kind of not quite cohesive with what makes, you know, everyone better on the floor. It's just not quite as cohesive when Rudy Gobert's on the floor. Uh, and so because of that, the jazz have to have an offensive system with tons of movement, lots of screens, passing, mm-hmm. you know, they even like just all sorts of stuff going on to just create an open shot. But this year, because they have so much spacing Literally everyone on the floor besides the center can shoot, and the center's job is to screen for pick and roll. I mean, things are going to be really, really simple. So Mike Conley, he'll come up, get a screen. Rudy Gobert, he'll either go to the rim if he has a lane, and if Rudy rolls, he can he can lob it to Rudy and dunk. If they go under the screen, Conley can just pull up and shoot it. If they guard it really well, 
they can move it out and someone can do an isolation. And because the big's out guarding Rudy, I mean, it's just going to be such a simple system and it's going to help everyone out. Like, you know, we've already mentioned Dante and I know the readers just love it when I talk about Dante, but he's going to be playing in the most simple system he's ever played in with the most spacing he's ever had. That's not something he's used to before. It's like he'd get benched because there's so many different actions he's got to remember and he's got to do this and that and, and remember where to be and all these different things. Now it's like, go to this spot. If you get the ball, either beat your man or wait for the screen and go type thing. Just very simple. So I'm excited to watch really simple basketball that leads to a lot of buckets. I think, I think the jazz might have honestly top three offense in the NBA next year. So it's going to be really, really good. Yeah. I'm really, really excited for the, the cohesion the pieces just fit a lot better um, with with guys out there. And that leads like Quinn Snyder's going to have himself a ball with his team because it's so loaded. So he's going to be able to play around with lineups. You're going to be able to see crazy things out there. Um, and his offense, his advantage offense. Imagine what his advantage offense can do when he, he's already at an advantage. That's going to be just amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm really stoked to see that. Well, Before we get to Mary, um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. I know we never stop for those. We normally just get interrupted, but we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we'll be right back with you guys to hear why Mary thinks James is so wrong. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. And we're back. Okay, so, Mary, first off, why is James wrong? And two, All right. what is your second thing? All right. I mean, I'm excited to see this new offense okay. as well. So if, if James we'll is see wrong, if James is wrong we're on all that wrong. One. Hopefully. Hopefully it pans out. That's true. Uh, my second one, I know this is going to come as a big surprise to everyone, but another year of George Niang, I am excited for it and I am here for it. And <laughs> he's been at that Greek God training camp all summer. So Greek better be a God starter training by the end camp? of the year. <laughs> so it's, Absolutely. I have so many questions. Um, what, what does one do at okay. a Greek God training camp? First. Okay. You know, I don't know, but it makes you look like a fair, great god by the next fair season. Fair enough. Or is so that I'm like told. the same one that Gerard we'll Butler did for we'll 300? Is that what they did? At Great God Training Camp. I only assume. I can 500 only push ups. 500 pull ups. What was that? What was the 300? I remember it was yep. something ridiculous. We're like, we did this many push ups a day and pull ups and burpees. It is. It was. I don't know. It was one of those things where it was great when it it came out. And then we're, then we're, then like five years later, we're like, that was Mm -hmm. just green screen. The whole thing. 
was literally green Are you screen. guys talking about P90X? Like, that movie wasn't good. It just that, wasn't. Oh, okay. Yes. It's a true. P90X commercial. <laughs> a full yes. P90X commercial that <laughs> people watched over and over again. Okay. And raved about it. Okay. So, yeah. Uh. The real training I have seen from George Niang is he can't do the cracker challenge, and that's disappointing. I don't know if anyone else saw Royce's uh, cracker, live video the other day. How many, how many but crackers did he get to? It was just a bunch of dudes to? doing the cracker challenge, <gasps> and George failed. Like, you have to eat six saltines in one minute, and he did like four, I think, maybe five. Royce did it allegedly, but Royce, I find that Royce hard to believe because I find it physically impossible. Royce evidently ate six crackers in one minute, and that's the most that, impressive thing okay. that I've I ever heard in my entire life. Because, um, as any male in college, um, I did partake in in the in the cracker cha- challenge. All right, let's not make this a I know, male but, thing. But I had I've to, obviously I had to, done the cracker there's, challenge there's, because there's I was pressure teams. as a man to and be able to do it I, well. In third grade, I won the pickle juice drinking contest. Okay. okay. The peer pressure. James, is there. we're not talking about you, okay? <laughs> I drink a whole jar of pickle juice at all. faster this than is anyone. About crackers. <laughs> yep. James, your life and you were is nine years old. Always on brand. Or eight. <laughs> like none of that, that was like James. Sense, that's James. completely out of character for you. James hey, has never said a single thing where I'm like, that I, doesn't add up. No, you win the the wins. The I'm wins like, you yeah, can take right. are the ones you go after. Yes. So sounds right. Okay, so how many crackers did did Niang get to before he see the, uh, the thing is is he much like much like James, he, he probably wasn't well hydrated the night before. He did. <laughs> oh no he drank a lot but that's thing that's too late you video. can't add the water then it's like it's like when you're exercising you can't the, the fluids are already there <sighs> terrible preparation okay it's true anyway shh. i mean props to anyone who tries Sounds to do like the cracker, I need to challenge try this cracker challenge that stuff is not fun. no your mouth just right out after three so You've never done it, James? I didn't okay. know it existed. I take it back. Hey, you, have you, you've done like the marshmallow, like the chubby bunny? Because you've never tried bunny? the cracker challenge. Uh, <laughs> I have not done the chubby bunny. I just thought that was maybe a nickname. Do you know what chubby bunny is? Does that sound... you never heard of chubby challenge. bunny? Okay, first off, I've it's not dirty. This. It's not dirty. It's 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 marshmallows. No. No, it's... I mean, yeah, it no. It sounds like it, but and okay. so... It, it basically, it's how many marshmallows, like you get like the big, you know, like the campfire ones, the big ones, and how many of those can you get in your mouth? But every single time you put a new one in there, you have to say chubby bunny. And when you can't say chubby bunny anymore, or you just choke on marshmallow, you uh, you, you lose. So, um, so, but you have to keep them in your mouth. You can't like swallow, you can't chew them up, you just have to find extra room. Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure. This like, sounds like a it nightmare is, waiting to happen. There's been stupid occurrences. Sounds like a freaking awesome Tuesday night, is what so, it sounds like to me. It's, it's, thank you, James. Thank you. All right. Shall we? It sounds like James, I want. I want. I, I want a chubby bunny tomorrow 
at work. Yeah, I want a Periscope we'll live of we'll Chubby Bunny and the Saltine run right after the other. Six Saltine? <laughs> I want. We'll, I want this we'll insta live. I think I can do a cracker, cracker challenge. Much less viewed. You just and gotta like garbage disposal that thing. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. No, that's no. what you say, James. You have Crackers no idea. Crackers are out to get you. No, it's it's all that salt. It's, it's sodium. It seems doable, and then like all. It's no, it's just like the, the, they're what so dry, in at one, like your mouth dries up at the third cracker and you just can't even live anymore. Has anybody tried like, like smashing them no, up into a powder? Okay. I mean, George was breaking them like, up, no but one, no one I did not like see smashing into a them. powder. <laughs> no one. Hulk I, sorry, James, them. I'm counting on you. But if anyone does, so it will be James. Crackers. I need you to go like full Wolf of Wall Street Hulk on these crackers. Those crackers. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the crackers. Okay, <laughs> I think that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Okay. If anyone can do it. No, no, this is okay. I'm really okay, so sorry cracker that I derailed this George so Yang, long. He's going to do great. A cracker challenge. Um, I hope he does because if George Yang is having a good year, that just adds to so many different things, and uh, he he seems to be following the footsteps of. Of, of Royce O'Neill, where he's he's uh, year after year he's showing improvement, oh, yeah. and um, if he has a second year like Royce O'Neill, not the beginning of his second year like Royce O'Neill, but the last half where he picks it up and gets going, then it'll be all the better. Uh, my second thing that I am just really really stoked for is, and I know this this seems not like like hipster. Like, but I'm just really excited for Donovan Mitchell in year three after a full off season. Um, his first his first off season into the NBA was um, his before his rookie year, where he was super busy um, and he doing draft stuff, doing summer league stuff, doing all of that, and um, and then his second season, his second off season was cut short by injury. And this offseason, he has like a full offseason to work on his game. He's been able to work with, do work with FIBA. He's looked great. His defense looks great. He, his, uh, his playmaking looks awesome. And I'm just really excited to see him just show out because at some point he's going to play the Phoenix Suns and throw down 45. That's not a slide against the Devin Booker, you crazy Suns fans. Um, oh. That's just because your team blows. <laughs> and... It's true. They do. They have nobody on there. It's just Ricky Rubio and Devin Booker and no defense. Like I saw an <laughs> article where they were like, somebody's like, is Aiton a four or a five? Oh, and it's like, fair. well, you drafted him at as a five. So uh, if you're having this conversation after you had the number one pick, you blew it with Luca. Uh, you have a bad team. And so I am really stoked to see uh, Donovan Mitchell just show out. There's going to be some nights where he just goes ham because they're playing some terrible team like them or uh, the T-Wolves or um, the, the Charlotte Hornets. Like it's just going to be going to be fun to see that. And it's also going to see, be really fun to see him playmaking and not have to be the man all the time. Um, and to really be able to uh, not have to shoulder that burden because at, since entering the NBA, 
he has had to carry it all on his shoulders with this team offensively, not defensively, but offensively. Like I was looking at something insane in fourth quarters, his usage rate is 40%. 40. And that's just how much this, te- this team last year just deferred to him. They just looked for Donovan to bail him out and he no longer has to be that guy. And that is just so cool. Um, and that's going to allow him to do so much. It's going to open up the offense. Like James was saying about the offense, this team just has the pieces to play together. So I'm just really excited to see Donovan sort of rejuvenated, not really rejuvenated, but he's just going to, he now has like all the pieces for a breakout year because he doesn't have to be the man, but he can be the man. He's had a full off season. So he's been able to work on his game and he's surrounded by really great players so you're not going to be able to just key in on him. And if you stop him, you stop everything. It is going to be so much fun to watch him with this much talent around him. I am so excited for the Donovan Mitchell glow up Amazing. in year three. Me as well. It's going to be unreal. That's what More I'm spacing for. than he's ever had. More talent than he's ever had. It's going to be amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's looking he's so yoked. It's gonna be great. Like mad yoked. Like in in FIBA, there were times where I couldn't differentiate him from Marcus Smart, and they just look like fullbacks. It is so awesome. I, I'm so excited for it. So the glow up is is real, y'all. So James. Huh. Number three. number three. What am I most? You're up. I think oh, wow. I'm just really excited to watch number Rudy three. Gobert have an MVP caliber season. Uh, we talk a lot about spacing and shooting and everything. Rudy's not never played with space before either. Like Rudy has always been in the paint where they're packing the paint because you know mm-hmm. exactly. And and uh, this is going to be the first Collapsed. season where we get to see Rudy just like free flow in an isolated pick and roll and my gosh it's going to be unreal i mean he's going to be setting picks for mike conley donovan mitchell joe ingles and then there's just going to be shooters everywhere he is going to have Mm -hmm. a monster year like rudy is the key to everything i know we've added all the shooting and all these different nice uh super talented players but rudy's still like the key and he's still the best player on the team he's a top 10 player he's unreal if you watched france play in you know in the fiba tournament at all uh i guess it's maybe the argentina game when they just kind of tried to keep rudy out of the game plan and it helped them win uh he just was absolutely dominant and there's no reason why he can't do it this year i mean the this jazz team is so talented and the cohesion is incredible rudy is going to just have a monster year like rudy might have like an 18 14 and 2.5 blocks a game type season uh he might even average like three or four assists because of how much shooting there is like rudy will probably get some some passes while he's rolling to the rim and get and it'll get guarded pretty well and he'll pass to a corner three and and bogdanovich will bury it he might have like three or four assists a game too rudy's gonna have a monster season. It's going to be exciting. I cannot wait to watch Rudy with space and with mm-hmm. multiple elite uh, ball handlers. It's going to be, I mean, he's just going to have a monster year. I cannot wait. 
Yeah, I'm stoked about Rudy Gobert. Um, he also looks yoked, but he also was yoked. Uh, Rudy Gobert has never been one to uh, uh, not miss the opportunity right. to show off his six pack. It's it's elite. It's as pristine as the crystals on his chest. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's an elite I mean, six pack. Yes. I mean, what what was it last year where he got he had to get attended to when he got ejected and, and so he was instagramming his they just <laughs> needed to go like right below the shorts like at the hip yeah he went instagramming his workout or there was the one time where he he they oh needed to just get like right on the hip bone but instead of like just showing the hip like going to the hip bone rudy gobert like lifted up his jersey just so you could see his six-pack they didn't need that. It wasn't like they're like, "Hey, um, I'm I'm not able to ha- like be touching enough skin above your hip." That's what I need for this bandage. No, he was, he was just he, uh, okay. Yes, I, but I, I love I think it. He was just some like, of you know us what? Needed that. Okay, this is I what the people rooting. want. I would do it too. This is oh. what the people want. Oh dang! Looks like I'm gonna have to like untuck this shirt. Whoops! Yeah, there's we do. every every Whoops. chance. 100%. Every chance. Oh, look at that! Yeah. <laughs> Crap. That's right. Oops. Yeah, I'm a oh, out. He's gonna, be, he's gonna again. be so good this year, though. So oh, good. No. So <laughs> yeah, and and he's not having to worry about um, like that Derek Favors pairing. I know the Jazz Frankenstein that thing to work, but it wasn't exactly the way that Doctor Frankenstein really wanted it to work. Um. He got he they got the offense up and running with those two, but it wasn't ideal spacing. And even, even Jay with Jay Crowder, Crowder they could they could manufacture you know? that spacing. But yeah, he only shot thirty percent, and you'd usually have Ricky Rubio out in those lineups because it was Utah's most efficient lineup. And so because of that, you you would either have Ricky Rubio's guy um, dropping down or Jay Crowder's guy um, dropping down. So. It wasn't exactly perfect spacing, so this is going to be awesome. Uh, it's been uh, – he's never had this before, so this is going to be a real uh, real journey with him. Okay, Mary. Oh, no. Your final thing. All right. Well, James oh, wow. stole wow. mine Yeah, because I was going to say Rudy yeah, well, Gobert. Uh, now, now don't season. you feel dumb for wow. uh, going We're with the R&R brisket out of out – of, a huge mistake. I, huge. A real mistake there. Yeah. Um, I think that we're going to see a lot from Rudy that we haven't seen before. We've seen his whole six pack, so I'm not talking about that. But I think that <laughs> he's, you know, just willing to mm-hmm. add to his skill set. And we saw that, what, floater last year or whatever from him. So I think that we're going to be seeing some new shots from him. It's going to be trying some new things it's gonna be great but since james already talked about rudy oh. i'm gonna say team chemistry number three yeah um i'm really excited to see you know it's like new school half new, new people school, new people so i'm excited to see all the new players and hopefully yeah i mean i don't foresee any issues this is the jazz i think with you know rudy Donovan, george all the guys that stayed they can bring those dudes in and hopefully have that same, you know, not exactly the same team chemistry, but 
that cohesiveness that we saw last year. And I think that they would need that to really. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see the how they all go together, how the pieces, and just how the locker room kind of shakes out, who the leaders uh, become. Because we know that Donovan yeah. Mitchell, one of the biggest things at FIBA, people are like, oh, he's become such a leader here. He's he's outspoken. He's making sure people are, are getting things done and how that's going to translate into the locker room. Um, but also Rudy Gobert has been a leader with with France and Joe Ingles has been a leader with Australia. So are they that, are they the, the big three or the, is that how it, how it works out or is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Then you have Mike Conley and then you have Boyan Bogdanovich well, who was the Mike man Conley coming in, in Indi- you know, Indiana when uh, Victor Oladipo went down. So uh, it's, and then you got Jeff Green, who's like the vet who's been literally everywhere. Um, who's collecting teams like I, like kids do with license plates. Um, actually, that's a really old game. That makes me sound really old. Did you guys ever do that? Um, Where you had I, like the, the stickers and you're like well, on a road trip I'm because sorry. you yes. didn't have an iPhone, 100%. a TV, a DVD player, a Game Boy. Yeah, it's like a bingo. It's just like I found Texas had, like, right to sleep. I collected cool things, do. guys. Yeah. I collected pogs, so sorry. Too cool for this. But we would just have like weird random Sorry. things like a tree. I found one and like a road sign. <laughs> you don't play pogs anymore, Michael? I had pogs, but it's not like oh, you're playing yeah. pogs cool in the here. car. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who has played uh, pogs past 1992? <laughs> uh, tonight? James no, has. I don't know. James, second grade, my brother got pogs. My brother got pogs, uh, made illegal at our school because he started running this like under the tree gambling ring with pogs, and he was like really good at it. He like literally stole everyone's pogs. (laughs) That's, I think, that's how every every second grade his whole life because he learned how to read under the cap before turning the cap to see if it was a winner. I could never figure that out, but he always got free Mountain Dews. He'd just like go grab one, go drink it. He'd go home, look under the, and then, you know, then he'd have his his winner. He'd go turn it in. Okay. For, for the younger, younger guys out there, um, there before the days of like, you had to put in a promo code or whatnot. Um, it's, like I think Sprite was the first one that started, it, weren't they? Were and you could, yeah, and you could get like a calendar. Oh, yeah. You could get like I a duffel bag. Sprites my friend got a duffel bag. Um, my friend, his dad uh, owned a convenience store in Pogatello, and so we'd go in there and uh, we would just look under the caps, like all of them, and they wouldn't care. Like we'd go like t- overturning all of them until we could get all, all the winners. So I apologize to everyone who went to the the, the uh, Alameda um, Sinclair station. That's no longer older there. Men were just like, uh, of a, I never want a sprite. I never win a stupid thing. So, dang kids, freaking pogs! I never win from this users. one. I never get this. Freaking, freaking gambling ring pogs. Going to the users. Gonna go to the Circle K. <laughs> pogs. Yeah, pogs. Uh, pogs were these circular things. You put them in a pile, hey, and then you had Michael, a not, they giant don't know metal what one. Pogs and then you are, then they're not very cool. And whatever, and you, it's you, okay. You flipped over. If was you yours. don't know what pogs are, then sorry. 
hey, do I have to explain the Brad Pitt's hot? Do I have to explain that Order Star Wars is good? Like do I have to explain the sky is blue? I don't need to explain that pogs are cool or how it goes. So, you know. I know. Hey. <laughs> Just saying. I was born in 1990. There. I never played pogs. Put that out there. Yeah. Yeah, just it's fair. Just gonna it, throw it was, that out there. Was, okay, yeah. so Pogs, if you're gonna put it in, like, in perspective well, since we're going young. down this, Pogs was like Pokemon Go. Everybody was playing it for about two to three months. Pogs was like Pogs was and like then the people who were graders. still playing it after then. You know who they are. They were like little oh, no, the circles. Wait, so they, like, so were they, they were metal? they were like circular. So they'd be these flat paper discs. And it was called a slamajama. And then you had a and then there would be a thicker a one that was like what a half oh. inch or an inch thick. Slammer. It was a, a slammer. The slammer. Slammer. And you'd and, and so you would you would hit hit the hit All the right. pile with it, um, and try and and you try flip them over. Whatever flipped over, you kept. Um, there were certain ones. If you did flip them over, you could take the entire Michael, it's pile. In the Normally, that it's in the that, those were the rules established on the playground. So there was a it's it third makes, grade. It, it is. This is like gambling it, it was, for children, is what I'm hearing. It is straight gambling. It is basically it's like, like it is basically like dice gambling. for kids. So, um, so, and then if you flipped one over, usually our school it was like the eight ball one. If you flipped the eight ball pog over then you took the entire thing and you'd have these canisters this is what how when it gets ridiculous you have these canisters they're like eight feet tall and and you'd come to school with like holding a canister that's like has a diameter of about like what an inch and a half they're plastic and they're as tall as a second grader and you're ready to roll and uh and just dominate and so yeah and also like so the only level reason of coolness. you wanted them was just their creative yeah, value. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, quote unquote, basically attractive. Is what know, I'm getting. Quote, unquote, okay. Yeah, exactly. Like you, know, you would be there and you'd be like, "Wow, interesting Tommy to lost- talk to." Like, <laughs> you know, had to be over a certain height to like be projecting uh, considered for the basketball team. Like, it's not like that. If you had a lot of pods, you were cool. <laughs> So, moving on from Pogs, because everyone's here for the Pogs. Um, <laughs> my favorite, my last favorite thing that I'm just really, really, really looking forward to for this season, and this is going to be uh, full exclusive uh, for our podcast listeners. If you've made it through Pog, um, it is uh, we at SOC Dunk. <laughs> Um, this year, we are starting um, Dunk Night Out. And basically what that is, is every couple of months, we are going to have an, an awesome event where we invite all of our readers, all of our lurkers, all the people who want to be readers and lurkers, people who follow us on social media, to um, to a watch party of, of a game. Um, and we're not sure if it's going to change locations every single time. Um, but we're really excited about the first one where, where we've chosen. 
And that is going to be at Charlie Winko on October 25th, the first away game of the season against the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, we are going to be having a watch party at Trolley Winko. Um, as we're going to have a ton of the SLC dunk staff there. Uh, we are going to, we have a rumor that some SLC stars um, peeps will be there. Um, whether it's just mascots or maybe a few players, um, we'll see. We're going to have some awesome drink specials, some food specials, and uh, we're just going to, and we're going to have some awesome giveaways. We have some cool t-shirts to give away, some cool swag to give away. And we're really excited for uh, all of you to come out to meet, meet us. We're excited to uh, just build our community outside the, uh, the screen of, of your mobile phone or your computer or your iPad and be able to just watch a game and have a great time and eat some delicious wings. So that is what I'm really excited about to start branching out and bringing that out to the people. And I'm so excited for it. <laughs> I've, I've, it's something that I've wanted to do for the last two years. And um, it's just been, we've had a bigger fish to fry as like a lot of us taking, for me, taking over the site, um, getting to know what I need to do, um, writers getting to know uh, just how to run, uh, how to work the site. And now we're at a point where we're starting to hit a rhythm and what better time to start it than what could be the best season for the Utah Jazz. So that's what I'm really excited about for this upcoming right. NBA season. So Shout out to Charlie Winko. Sponsored ad for the site. So Charlie Winko, yeah, they're be, they've been they've been an awesome partner helping us get all set. Um, shout out to uh, to Matt with the SLC Stars, who's um, been um, working with us to 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 help us out on that front. And then also shout out to Breaking Tea Company, that's um, also going to help us with uh, some of our giveaways. So really stoked! So it's going to be epic. There's not going to be pogs. There's not going to be it's pogs. Gonna be Mary's going to be there. I'll probably be there. A huge plus. I'm the coolest plus. one here. So and and maybe maybe if we're feeling zesty, we might record a yeah. podcast episode before the game, so you guys can see how terribly unprepared we are for these things. Fantastic! It, I've always wondered. Like I've seen people Sounds have exciting. like sell out shows for to see a podcast recorded live. And I've thought about ours. I don't, I don't and feel that would make me so embarrassed sometimes <laughs> if to have people pay to I see me. Got dunk- like do I this went on straight up for the Salt Lake City stars. I don't even care. You kidding me? Recording a podcast is the last thing I'm worried about. We know. <laughs> you're like, you're like, you <laughs> can't do me, anything yeah, to me. Yeah, from now anymore. on, any guy I'm who comes at me online, any of these Philly bloggers, bulletproof. I don't, I'm not scared of you. You think I'm scared of you? I, uh, I went up. I I embarrassed myself in front of Royce O'Neal on the Stars Court. I'm not afraid of you. I'll do anything. I'll I'll do a cracker challenge. I'll slam a jam at your pogs. I don't care. I'm not afraid of any of these guys. Yes, I want to see this, but I do. I do. If anything comes from this this episode, I do want to know what happens with the cracker challenge. 
All right. And 100%, I'm putting that audio. I want to see James podcast. do the cracker challenge. 100%. All right. I'll live stream on my Twitter. Uh, what's the sound yeah. of a hog yeah. finding a. What's the sound of a wild hog finding a very easily consumed set of crackers? That's probably what it's going to be. And it's going to go down. Uh, It's going to be epic. uh, Yeah. Something like that. People actually follow you, so. I'm going to do it like it depends on the jazz winning the the title that I do it. So that's the mindset I'm going to be podcast. It's going to be some epic content. No, you're doing you, it. No, you're going to just do it. Perfect. Oh. Do it for yourself. And just think of uh, eight-year-old James that drank a whole jar of pickle juice. Yes. And how disappointed he would be if you could not do this. So with that said. That's. That's Listen what's going to get you through this Cracker Challenge. the exciting conclusion to what happened to James on the Cracker Challenge. So, as always, follow us at slcdunk.com. You can follow us on social media at slcdunk on Twitter, slcdunkfb at, on, on, on Facebook, and then slcdunk on the good old IG, the Instagram, where you might see James wolfing down some salting crackers. Uh, Pound that subscribe button on any place you're listening to us, uh, wherever good podcasts are listened to, whether that's Spotify, iTunes, uh, Stitcher. And we'll be back next week, and hopefully James will survive another terrible plunge into sacrificing his body. Y'all have a good one.